Hi everyone, this is Hillary. Jenny's not with us right now. She is out in the west camping or hiking or canoeing or whatever you do when you have the outdoor life like that. Um, I am with two friends, Lauren and Kelly, and we're at Lauren's house. We had a nice day swimming in her pool and um, just kind of chilling all day. Do you ladies want to say hi? <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> this is Kelly. This is Lauren. So, on January, on June 25th, <laughs> we went to see a YouTube cover band called Bullet the Blue Sky at um, a brewery in Hampton, Virginia. And we'd never been there before. It was kind of a cool experience. But we just thought we'd talk about the funness of that night. It was just really fun so we discussed before the show started what we thought the opener song was going to be actually i made a list of songs that i thought they were gonna play okay let's be honest you did a whole mock-up set list i did <laughs> i think <laughs> and I. it was what 80 percent correct in the end i think it was <laughs> so i don't every few minutes when a new song would start we just look Look at Hillary. Look at Hillary. Is it on the list? Yep, it's on the list. <laughs> I don't know why I don't have my original list, but most of everything um, that I had on my list, they did play. There were a few surprises, at least to me. Um, I'll just tell you really quickly the set list. It was Streets, Even Better, Sunday, New Year's Day, Pride, Bad, See Blinding Lights, Mysterious Ways, Desire, 11 O'Clock, Gloria, The Electric Co., Bullet, Beautiful Day, One, Vertigo, Stay, I Still Haven't Found, Sweetest Thing Until the End of the World, With or Without You, and 40. It ended properly on 40, but I didn't expect by any means to hear The Electric Co. on 11 O'Clock, TikTok, and... What was the other one that really surprised me that wasn't on my list? Sweetest Thing, I didn't put that on my list. But that's mostly because it's not my favorite song. <laughs> what was your favorite song of the night, Kelly? Well, my favorite song, of course, for anyone who knows me, was Until Then the World. Um, that is my all-time favorite YouTube song. So I was super excited to hear that they played that. I wasn't sure if they were going to or not. Um, it was on my list. By the it was way. on Hillary's <laughs> list, so I should have known. Um, but I was super excited about that, and um, I thought they sounded excellent. So I was really impressed. What was your favorite song that they played, Lauren? Well, I'm almost kind of sad that they opened with Where the Streets Have No Name, because as you know, that's my favorite, and I wasn't prepared for it. And of course, when you're at a new venue and you're kind of checking it out, the band comes out, you have reservations. It's like, what kind of tribute band is this going to be? Is this going to be really good or is this going to be a bunch of hacks? <laughs> but it wasn't a bunch of hacks. No. They were very good. And all of a sudden, boom, it started with Streets. And I was like, oh, wait, what? They're starting with my favorite song. So she wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. But um, no, that was, it was actually neat that they opened with it. And um, I was happy that they played City of Blending Lights, too, because I wasn't really thinking in terms of that song, not that that's, I mean, that's a huge song for them, but I was thinking of, like, 
with I'm, or without you. Yeah. And, you know, the big, big songs where you know that a tribute band's going to play it. So I'm that not was nice. sure I had that on my list. I don't think I did. I had the sweetest thing on my... I mean, I quickly, just sitting there yeah. before the show, kind of, like, all right, what, what songs do I think they're going to play? I knew for some reason they were going to play Sweetest Thing. Just, I don't know. Big radio hit. Everybody knows it. Yeah. Right? So I was surprised that they played 40 as well. I'm, I think, though, I have seen you 2 cover bands and with 40, but for those of you who don't know... Traditionally, you two always ended their shows with 40. It's a good way to... It's like ending... Jenny says it's like ending the show on a prayer. Um, which it literally is. It's from Psalm 40. Um, so I think my favorite was somewhere between bad, either bad or stay. One of those two. He did mess up the words a little bit with bad, but I mean, <laughs> you know, Bono does it every time. <laughs> so you can't fault any, but that's, he did it way better than, than Bono does with the lyrics to bad. Well, I didn't notice the mess up, so, but of course I'm not as, as big of a YouTube fan. Well, you're not, we're not, so I'm not in, I'm not a professional fan. <laughs> we're not professionals. Um, but, and I, it's funny that you say that, because that was one thing I thought about when you were talking earlier today about how you had seen the other cover bands, not a U2 cover band, with other cover bands for different bands this weekend. Or not not you, but more on you, about how they made, like, a big mistake on their set. Oh, last night, the band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, <laughs> Lauren saw a name. tribute band last night. We won't name them, but it was a Van Halen tribute band, and... <laughs> At one point, the singer started singing the wrong song, and the band was like moving on their feet, trying to figure out what to do. So that was what, <laughs> that was one thing that I thought I didn't. There were no mistakes that jumped up, jumped out at me uh, for this band, and I was really impressed by that. About like how tight they were, and they seemed to really have their act together. So. Yeah, they do. I mean, they had their shit to together better than you know you two does half the time, <laughs> but that's. Part of the fun of going to you to see you too. They're a real band. Like you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um. But but they were they were tight and the Bono, his voice was really good. <laughs> I like that the Bono. Yeah, the Bono. <laughs> his voice was really good. Yeah. yeah. Um. The the Larry looked just like Stuart Copeland from The Police. And when I said it, he said everybody says that. So it's not just me. He really did. Um, I saw a tri- two tribute bands last night as well. One was the Smiths. That perfect. Everything sounded great, just like the songs. And the Marcy looked just like Marcy sounded. Had all the same, you know, movements down and everything. The next band was an REM cover band, and I'm pretty familiar with. REM's catalog, but I didn't know a whole lot. And they also just didn't... They didn't really seem that tight. But the guy who was playing, I think, rhythm guitar, he kind of looked like if little Steven from the E Street Band and The Edge had a baby. (laughs) And the... I think the lead guitar player... I may have mixed them up, or they may have switched up. But the lead guitar player, he looked like a tall Peter Dinklage. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. If 
if Peter if Peter, if Peter Dinklage, Dinklage was tall <laughs> and had a baby with John Hinckley Jr. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he would look like. I love that. I love like sometimes it's just so clear that people look exactly like that. Oh, and the drummer from a distance, the Ari um yeah, the REM drummer from a distance looked just like Mick Fleetwood from Fleetwood Mac, huh. who was also a drummer. That was kind of weird. But, um, I mean, they were good. They were excellent. I just didn't, I didn't know, like, half the songs they played. And um, it surprised me because I figured I'd know almost all the songs that they played. Because, you know, I'm kind of a big fan. But... Anyway, back to the cover band, Bullet the Blue Sky. Um, let's tell the story about the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the bathroom, the Narnia, the door to Narnia. <laughs> <laughs> it's this really weird bathroom that had, like, a door that it looked like you were going... You looked like you were going into a porta potty that had, like, a wooden door in front of it. <laughs> right? It looked like a closet. And like, it was a brick wall, and then it looked like... There was a closet in front of a brick wall, and that's where you were going to yes, go to the bathroom. And, and I was like, I oh. was very afraid, but I tried, decided to, I needed to brave it because I really had to go. And um, I went, and the wooden door wasn't actually a door; it was just a little partition that blocked the actual doorway, which led into like a normal size, <laughs> nice regular bathroom. Decent, yeah, like, but nice it was bathroom. it was like a clown car bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> So, but it and definitely was, like, going into the Narnia closet. And was it you that went first and, like, I was watching to see? Yeah, you like, watched. Yes. I was like, Kelly's lost gonna, in Narnia. She's she never come coming back. back. But tell, you have to go find her. Tell the story about when you went together. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, we went in and um, we were washing up afterwards, of course, and um, this lady had come out and she started telling us about how she just started talking about you two and um, started telling us about how she was in the video or in the movie um, Rattle and Hum home. and that she was part of the choir that was featured. And of course, I kind of looked at Lauren like, mm hmm, sure. <laughs> so, Lauren, do you want to pick it up from there? Well, you know, I thought. I don't know. Could be legit. I mean, you've been in the YouTube. My whole thing was, look, Hillary's been in the YouTube video. So, this lady could have been in the YouTube video. And she had really impressive hair. It was the other thing, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, sure enough. I mean, you saw, like, didn't you guys pull it up on YouTube and she pointed it out? But then she started singing and we yeah. were like, yup, she's for real. Well, what, um... What did you say? Because she came, when she came out, she said, you're the big U2 fan. What did you say about me? Oh, well, we basically said we're with, like, a professional U2 fan. Like, <laughs> she has a podcast. I mean, yeah. you know, she's really, she knows her stuff. And it was kind of like, she basically said, oh, well, she'll know this and that. I mean, it was, it sounded legit. And then we we heard her open her mouth and sing. And we were like, yup. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> well, <"What>? joke's <laughs> on me. I was. Right. We're, Maybe we, okay, we sh don't judge. Right. <laughs> I was sitting at the table by myself, and Kelly and Lauren, 
um, come over and they're like, they come back from the bathroom and they're like, hey, there's a lady in the bathroom that says she was in Rattle and Hum. And I'm like, huh? No. It was the same look. It was like yeah. the same look of like, general. I don't, like, oh, I don't think so. Right. And um, I then asked if she was African American. And you guys said no. And I'm like, not in the video. <laughs> like, as far as I saw, as far as I paid attention, at least, everyone in that video is African American. It's the Harlem... God, I'm ashamed that I don't know the full name of it, but the Harlem something choir. And um, I thought that everybody was African-American. So she comes over to our table and says, hey, are you the big UT fan? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, I was in Rattle and Hum. And I hand her my phone because I have Rattle and Hum on my phone mm -hmm. downloaded. And I'm like, show me you. Right. <laughs> Because, you know, when... when Let's take a look-see. Before she came over, I was just like, bullshit. Like, <laughs> there's no... Uh-uh. I'm sorry. Out of the three of us, I was the one that was giving the benefit of the doubt just because that's... I'm just yeah. naive. I'm naive anyway. Like, you know, you can get one over on me about almost anything. So I was like, oh, sure. I'm, you know what? I bet it's legit. Man, let's just see. <laughs> well, she came over. I'm like, show me that. <laughs> I hand her my phone, and sure as shit, she shows me her. And then on her phone, she showed me a picture with Bono, with his hand, with his arm in that contraption after he fell off the stage in D.C. Um, and holy hell, that was really cool. Her name is Kelly Parsons Thrift, and I'm hoping that we have her on an app sometime soon to hear all about that adventure she because she would be, yeah, she would be awesome. Yeah. She was so much fun because we got to talk to her throughout the night some more. And then, of course, um, we heard her singing. And her voice is amazing. She, she came over when uh, I still, when the band played, I still haven't found them looking for, and sang the harmony. And it was just mind blowing. And actually, when. Um, Oh, the singer, what's his name? John, I feel bad, and I forget his name. John Richardson. It is John. Yay! Because <laughs> um, when he came over and she sang into the mic with him, the harmony, and I mean, like, first of all, I got goosebumps, and then later, remember the other band member, he heard it on the, stage, and he was like, what? Who is that singing? The drummer, this person knows what they're doing. The drummer was wearing... Um, ear monitors, and he literally flew off the stage <laughs> and ran over to her and was like, oh my god, I have ear monitors, I heard at you. At the end, of course. Not at the end. Right. At the end of the show. <laughs> um, but he was he was the first one, he was, he flew off that stage Yeah, to he was to so impressed with her as well. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, if you heard her sing, you could not be impressed. Yeah, she could belt. And I was sitting there like, trying to sing along and I'm like, nah, I'm just gonna shut up. Yeah. I can sing a little bit. She can sing a lot. Yeah. So that should be her job. It, yes, it should be. It <laughs> very much and, and if you're listening and you have a band that could use a singer, let us know and we'll give you her contact information. Cause she's amazing. Um okay, so oh at one point the Bono came off the, the Bono, the Bono so <laughs> asked who has been to a U2 show. And he asked around, you know, how many times, and everyone's like, three, 
five, whatever. And he was like, okay, has anyone seen more than 30 some shows? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to raise my hand. I mean, I don't usually tell people even how many shows. I mean, I tell you guys, but when people ask me, I don't usually, I'm just like a lot. I don't know. Um, but I'm like, you know what? I've had a few drinks. I'm not in like an element, like, uh, you know, when you're in line, when you're queuing for a show, I never mention that because the person in front of me maybe has never seen you two before, and the person behind me has maybe seen them, I don't know, 2,000 times, 269 times. I don't know. So I never say how many shows I've been to, but I'm like 61. I beat whoever the last person he'd met, how many shows I think shows that was 30-something. 30-something. Yeah, it was the highest that he had heard before. And he was and like, 61, and I'm so like, she's legit. She won. <laughs> Yeah, I won. <laughs> you won. I won. I didn't get a prize or anything. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure you'll be mentioned at other shows now. Oh, Because you definitely. know he's going to ask that same question at another show. Yeah. And oh, I and I recently re- met a lady that's been to 61 YouTube mm-hmm. shows. I want to meet somebody he, the, who he finds at a random show that's been to more than 61. Yeah. Shows because they're based out of North Carolina and... I don't know. I don't, I mean, in this part of Virginia, I think I would like to think that I'm the number one. (laughs) You're the record holder. I'm the record holder in southeastern Virginia. Now, I know I'm not, like, in northern Virginia, D.C. area. I know, I know for sure I'm not. And I'm sure that there are plenty of other states. But I'm going to say that in, no, maybe somebody in North Carolina beats me. I don't know. But I mean, if in Hampton Roads, it's highly doubtful. In Hampton yeah. Roads, no one's going to beat me. And if so, <laughs> how do I not know them? Right? How we? I'm sure we've been to all the same shows. Um. So I don't know, but that was kind of his reaction was kind of cute. Um. Yeah, City of Blinding Lights was re- was a pleasant surprise, and yeah, I mean, I was seriously surprised to hear. The Electrico, that was digging deep. I asked him, well, I mean, I said what, um, well, I mean, I knew that they were either going to open with Streets, Elevation, or because of their namesake, Bullet the Blue Sky. I think that's what I had voted that night that they were going to start with. Bullet the Blue Sky? Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that makes sense. It's good in the, they had it, it was a good way through the set, but I felt like it, where it was, I felt like it was there, it, it was, it fit, it fit in its slot naturally. But they didn't play Elevation, which surprised me. That's a fun... I know, that's, actually, that's the one I missed, because I was looking forward to that one, too. Yeah, that's a fun song. Yeah. And, and just, I haven't tallied up our answers yet, <laughs> but Garden Tarts, Jenny and Amanda also made their own list, and I haven't tallied them up yet to see who got the most correct, but I need to do that. I'll do that before this airs, and maybe we'll post something, because I'm not taking the time to do that now. <laughs> um, oh, Bullet the Blue Sky, he had a light. Oh, right. Yeah. I also missed the megaphone. He was megaphone lacking. So both the Morrissey and the Michael Stipe used megaphones last night. And I texted Garden Tart 
Jenny and Amanda, and I said, that's very Bono of Morrissey. Mm -hmm. That's very Bono of Michael Stipe. But, I mean, they they could have invented that before him, but I don't think, I don't know. They yeah. probably did, actually. They probably did start using that megaphone before he did. And I kind of said it jokingly, like, you know, well, you know, where's the megaphone? Well, I was, the that's what I thought the light was at first when he first picked it up. But then I did. T- I got light. a little happy because so. that's kind of a little joke with you and I, me and the megaphone. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even remember how that got started. I have no idea. But for some reason, and my mom, too, like. She jokes about the megaphone too. I don't, I'm not really. I don't really she know the joke. Bono. She likes the Bono. The Bono, well. uh, the real Bono, not the John Bono. <laughs> John Bono wasn't he? <laughs> wasn't John he Bono the, Jovi? What? No, no. Was wasn't he the drummer for um, Led Zeppelin? <laughs> John, right, right. John. <laughs> I don't know. I've just always had this. John silly. Bono was the. Right. Anyway, that this was silly, funny. This silly joke about the megaphone. I don't know. I just like it. Yeah. And I just like the, just the added little fun of that. And I was like, oh, wait. Oh, no, it's a flashlight. Yeah. But I think I did it. Didn't I go like this? Like, I, when the song started, I think I, like, mimed. Oh, yeah. The, the light. And I didn't expect for him to do it. But he did it. Very well. Yeah. Um. Yeah, his voice for, you know, I I judge you two shows. I mean, I think we all, I think most people probably judge Bono's voice or the Bono's voice on stay because that range is so crazy. And man, he he hit it out of the park on that one. Yeah, yeah, he nailed it. He really, really did. Um. Yeah, we had a ton of fun. We drank an adequate amount and ate some food. We had a table right in front of the stage. Yeah, it was a really neat place. I hadn't been there before. It's the old Virginia National Guard building um, in Hampton, hence the name Vanguard. Yeah. Um, Which I totally didn't get until I saw the old sign on the building. Right. I didn't get that until you just said it. Oh. So, but I thought it was really, it's a really neat venue. Yeah. So, and it's good for, like, smaller bands and stuff. So, I would certainly go there again and see somebody. So, I didn't notice this until just now, but they didn't play any two songs in a row from the same album. Hmm. So, that's nice. That's, that puts... That's effort. I mean, well, a, a lot of people would play. I still haven't found them looking for them with or without you, mm-hmm. you know, back to back just because people associate them together. But there aren't two. Um, so there are no songs from Pop, No Line on the Horizon, Songs of Innocence, or Songs of Experience. Right, I was kind of secretly hoping for something from those, but I didn't expect it because I knew it was going to be, yeah. you know. Well, I knew they weren't going to play anything from No Line on the Horizon. U2 doesn't, and <laughs> only played a handful of songs when they were touring that album. Um, but I was really hoping that they'd play something from 
pop, I mean, pop. By the way, you guys, it's all pop all year. So <laughs> we have the hat, we have it. This goes in our pop file because we've now discussed pop. We try to have, <laughs> we try to have a discussion in every app about pop so we can really say all pop all year. Yeah. And we have a little logo that goes on the graphics that says pop file. So this one goes in the pop file because there were no songs off of pop. Um, yeah, I would love to hear a cover band play some songs off of, I mean, pop, obviously, but off of um, songs of innocence or songs of experience. Like, I would love that because those those albums are so good. And, like, I feel like nobody cares. And I knew I wasn't going to hear it, but of course I wanted to hear Red Flag Day because that is an amazing song to me. And I love it. And I've listened to it 11 times. And I was hoping that he would sing it, but I knew he wouldn't because they're not going to. They're yeah. going to sing the big ones that everybody knows, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, God, Red Flag Day. I mean, I never heard Red, Red Flag Day live. I mean, they played it. Just Remember, we were hoping for it, too, yeah. when we went to D.C., and it was like, nope. Yeah, happen. I feel like it was, like, one of those things, like, if I mention I like something on the menu at our, our favorite restaurant, Circa, it is immediately off the menu. <laughs> so I feel like every, sh- like, at every show, Bono's like, oh, Hillary's gonna be here, no red flag day. <laughs> <laughs> Missed opportunity for a big radio single, in yeah. my opinion. Oh, absolutely. Um, the Blackout, too. Oh, definitely. 100%. Yeah. Those two songs, I just, like, in my car, over and over, over and over. Yeah. <laughs> I just They're, listen to those a lot. Because they just get you, like, pepped up, too, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, okay, so one... Oh, what, I'm trying to think of what else were interesting facts. Well, didn't, didn't they say the guitarist was relatively new? Yeah, they did, and he was really good. He, um... Yeah. I mean, you can't play Edge stuff without really, firstly, having a lot of equipment, and secondly, knowing what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but, so it was interesting, though, I think it was during New Year's Day, I said, where's the keyboard? Where's the piano? Right. Because there wasn't one. It was just sequenced or something. Right. But, yeah, they were using a sequencer. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not. I mean, U2 is very loyal to New Year's Day and a piano, but they sequence plenty of stuff, too. So. Yeah. It's just the industry, it's technology. What if he said something before Vertigo that made me know that it was going to be. He said, I'm sure, I th- feel like he said, like, the same shit that Bono says. Like, anyone want a Spanish lesson? Oh, or yes, exactly. Anyone speak Spanish or something? Want to learn a little Spanish? Then, yeah. You know. Yeah. He didn't do any extras with one or with or without you, which, God, if you find a cover band that does that stuff, then stick with them, because <laughs> that's amazing. And I think I, I was going to tell him that night, because we talked to him for quite a bit, the Bono. And <laughs> the Bono. I was going to tell him, like, dude, got to watch Rattle and Hum and do that stuff at the end of With or Without You because, you know, most people that have 
anyone who's seen Rattle and Hum and seen a show or two will lose their shit over that shit. Like, it's... I'm talking about, if you don't know, the bit where Bono says, we'll shine like stars. And it's just amazing. Um, Beautiful Day. Did he add anything into Beautiful Day? I don't think so. I don't... Did he... I don't know that he added anything into anything. Which is fine. And he really puts a lot of thought in, like, we could tell by talking with him after the show. Like, he is devoted. Yeah. You know? He knows his stuff. He's devoted. He puts a lot of thought into this. You know, it's it's a big deal for him. Though he did say from the stage that he thought that they played a song from every album. And you're like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> no. Not true. He missed four. And one's okay to miss. But the others, I'm sorry, no. I need a song from... Um, what else? I liked his little costume change when he put on the red jacket. <laughs> oh my god! Yes! We did, that was a huge... This is a huge mention. He, um... Before... What? It was before what song? Towards the end, but it was funny because he got that wireless mic and started walking around and you were like... No, I don't like. I don't like that. I, and I've said this over and over. Talk on your table. I'm like, I'm like, this is the thing. I don't go up in your space. You don't come down here in my space. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like cracking up because you're hiding behind me. I'm like, just like, no, 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 no. I want away. And Hillary's like, scoot, scoot, scoot. <laughs> She's hiding behind Kelly, me. Kelly jumped in and started singing with him. So then it yes. made everything okay. It so did make everything okay. Us, Thank so you, Kelly. Kelly saved us. For that. It was deflected. <laughs> I don't like that. It makes me so uncomfortable when, I mean, I deal with it. I, it's fine. And I know most people like it. I just have a, a firm... This is my space, and that's your space. And, of course, I get a kick out of it, so I'm like, I volunteer as tribute. (laughs) (laughs) Hide behind me, it's fine. Well, I mean, so, look, it's part of the show. It's a very Bono-esque thing to do. So, if you're listening, John, keep it in... Keep it in the show. I I'm Yeah, don't mind us. Don't mind us. (laughs) I just have little weirdnesses that I don't like. And you definitely need to let him know about this um, episode so he can tune in because he was very interested. Yeah, in I will. I'll tag. We'll definitely tag them. Another good guest idea. And yeah, and I would love to have them and just talking about, you know, how you develop a uh, tribute band and how you pick the set list. When I ha- and I think I've asked this question before, but if I had whiskey and cake with Bono, I want to ask him that question. How the hell do you make a set list? And can I do that for you? <laughs> May I offer a suggestion or three? <laughs> or four. Twenty-two. <laughs> I'm going to give you 22 songs, and you play them in this order. <laughs> and make sure Red Flag Day is in there. Yeah. Bono, if we have whiskey and cake, that's what's going to happen. You can come over to Lauren's house with whiskey and t- cake, sit on her deck, Look, dip in the pool. I mean, you know... Why wouldn't Mono want to come here? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's a fire pit. We can have a we can have a movie. And there's generally whiskey here. There is generally so, whiskey. Yeah. We can make sure there's cake. We have cupcakes. Whatever cake, Bono. Whatever cake you want. If you are Bono or no Bono, 
So here's the other thing. But Bono's invited here anytime. He's invited anywhere. But if you are a Bono or no Bono, please tell him that I can make a set list for him. Strongly suggest a trip to Hampton Roads. And he's always welcome in Hampton Roads. He's been here one, two, three, four, four times. He's been to Hampton Roads four times. Remember the good old days when you could get good shows at the Coliseum yes. right down the road? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I do remember that. Now we gotta schlep all the way out to Virginia Beach. Or farther. Or D.C. Yeah. Right, I mean, you can see good acts, relatively nice-sized acts, at the amphitheater. Not like you 2 I mean, like, people yeah. that play amphitheaters, but you can see good stuff there. Yeah. But we don't get the stuff, we don't get local greatness anymore. But hey. At least we had a good time at the Vanguard seeing Yes. Yeah. Bullet the Blue Sky. It was fun. It was well done. Check them out. They're on Facebook, Instagram. I don't know about Twitter because you guys know I'm really bad about Twitter. Oh, this was what I was going to say before. So it's an inside joke. I say it all the time if you are Bono or no Bono. <laughs> but you guys like randomly laugh. And I know you're not regular listeners, and that's okay. I still love you. <laughs> but I love it. It's, it's like we say it almost every app. So, like, I feel like our listeners were just like, but you guys laugh. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> we love you anyway. And to tell you the truth, I mean, a lot of our apps are just so specific that, I mean, we have apps on individual songs and I was listening the other day to um, old eps from when the band was touring the Joshua Tree in Asia and Oceania and um, man we talked about those shows like we were there like it's so in such detail but it was cool I mean that was really cool also in one of those eps you can hear the day I discovered um, Screwball. Oh. Which changed our, our lot. I mean, that's exclusively what we drank for ever. I don't know why I'm not drinking it, why I haven't been drinking it lately. But that was, but it was like, I heard about this stuff called Screwball, and I'm going to check out my liquor store. Um and then it was like, and then I, today I went on a hunt and I went to three different liquor stores and I finally found it in time for Thanksgiving, which is when we had Thanksgiving. Kelly and I had Thanksgiving with my grandmother, with my Bobby, mm-hmm. and we had Screwball. I think she just drank wine, but she liked her wine. I'm sure we had wine for her. Um, but anyway. Maybe Bono would like Screwball. See, if you are Bono or if you know Bono, suggest Ask- strongly did he come to Hampton Roads and sample Screwball? Peanut, peanut butter, butter whiskey. whiskey. And we can have chocolate cake. And we'll get the cake. Yeah. Like, <laughs> did you put your peanut butter in my chocolate? Did you put your chocolate in my peanut butter? <laughs> so we can have Screwball whiskey and chocolate cake for Bono. Or whatever you want to eat. Or drink. Whatever. We're friendly. We can go run up the street and get you whatever you need. Guinness or whatever. I don't... I don't know. Heineken. There seem to be a lot of pictures of him drinking Heineken. That's easy to get. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's not hard to get Guinness anymore either. You can get Guinness. We can set up a whole little selection of whiskeys, Guinness, Heineken, a couple different kinds of cake. Yeah. There you go. Have all the bases covered. A charcuterie board. <laughs> yep. With no, no twerking or anything. That's a story for another that, episode. That's an interesting story. <laughs> um, there will not be twerking out on my deck that particular evening <laughs> that Bono stops by for whiskey and cake. Yeah. I, I had to flee that, that <laughs> night. I, a story for another episode. No, no, it's not. <laughs> no, nope, it's not. If, if you're lis- if you're a listener, you will not hear that story <laughs> because it was just unpleasant. <laughs> I think that's it. I mean, we'll, we would love to go see them again. Yeah, yeah. hopefully they come back. And we asked too because um, yeah, he John the Bono seemed to really like the Vanguard, and hopefully they will come back. And also that self-serving so that we don't have to drive up to... I mean, it would be... An hour north or so to go see them. Right. I mean, it would be nice if they played on the Virginia Peninsula. Yes. That would be great. But we'll take Hampton Roads, wherever on Hampton Roads, that would be ideal. Yeah, I mean, that would be... God, I would love... I can't wait to see them again. I know, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I So, like, I, I went last night to see... The Smiths and the REMs and those tribute bands. And I was talking to my cousin. I went with my cousin. And we were like, you know what? We're just going to find these tribute bands. Like, that's what's going on lately. Mm-hmm. Just lots and lots of tribute bands. We're going to just find tribute bands. And if we know one song, like, we're going. Like, why not? I mean, unless it's a lot of money. But la- but last night was just so much fun. I'm not really familiar with the Smiths. I'm not a big fan, and I loved every second of that show because they were so good. So anyway, thank you for joining the Garden Tarts this evening. Yay! Thank you. Fun. And um, oh, we're gonna be we'll be back because I had this idea that I have not mentioned to Jenny. So when you're editing this, Jenny, heads up. So. Kelly and Lauren are fairly rookies. And, I mean, not newbies by any means, but, I mean, they're fluent in YouTube, but neither of them have seen Rattle and Hum. And I am dying to watch it with them and not speak. <laughs> like, I don't want, I just want to hear you guys narrate what's going on. Because, like, we watch it. And there's just a lot of nonsense in that. And it's great. I, I Look, I know people, I feel like people are pr- probably ask all the time, like, why do you have this podcast when you say shit about the band? I just love them. And even their shit, it's better than most people's greatness. So anyway, so Rattle and Hum, there is a lot of nonsense in it. But it's still amazing, and I'm dying to hear your take, the two of you. So we're going to have another episode. Right. Um, Stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned for um, Rookies and Rattle and Hum and Whiskey and Cake. 
or whatever you guys want to eat. What would you like? If you sat down, what would you want your drink and snack to be? I don't know. I'm going to have to get that one some thought. See, I like that play on words, rookies and rattle and right. I feel like it's right. alliteration. Some, yeah. yeah. So that would have to be... Like a signature drink? Rum and hummus. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a terrible combination. <laughs> Rum and... Um, <laughs> this is a food that starts with an R. <laughs> Rookies, Rattle and Hum, Rum, and... No, no, it should be an H. Hummus. Rum and hummus. <laughs> Come on. We'll think about it. Heads up. This, the name of this episode, because I, I have executive power on this. <laughs> the name of this episode is going to be Rum and Hummus. Rum and Hummus. Oh, I like it. Yeah. So that's what, <laughs> that's what this episode is going to be called. <laughs> I'll come up with something else for when we watch Rowl and Hum. But we should probably have themed drinks and yeah. mm-hmm. um, themed drinks and food, which we've done that before. We've oh, had yeah. themed. Why did we have? Oh, we had themed drinks when we watched I and E in France, in Paris. I and E in Paris. Yeah, we had the cider drink, the Ciderwood Ciderwood, Ciderwood Road, Road drink. And then it was, what was the other one? I forget. It was something with Bailey's in it. It was, and I feel like it was off of Octone Baby. I don't know. Yeah, I can only remember the Ciderwood Road one. Yeah, but I remember that called. vividly, Ciderwood Road. Yeah. And it was my friends that came up with those names. Genius. Geniuses. <laughs> anyway... So, yeah, tune in. We've got lots of stuff. And we haven't announced anything, but we have some other big guest stars in our future this year. It's all pop all year. Jenny, we'll wait for news for when you are back. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so we end with lyrics, very deep, heavy lyrics from the album Pop. And the song Discotech, which is Boom Cha. Boom Cha. So Boom Cha to you guys. Boom Cha. Boom Cha to you. Thank you. (laughs) Good night, everyone.